as bloggers, we all want to grow our blog traffic, but there are three key systems that you should have in place in order to support your blog growth. These systems will help make sure you are not just growing without a plan, but growing your blog in a sustainable way that supports your business long-term. Let's dive in. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume, and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Hey, food bloggers. Welcome back to another episode of the show this week and happy Thanksgiving week if you are listening to this episode when it goes live. If you are, I hope that you are enjoying the hard work that you have put in this year to probably prepare for this week because As a food blogger, it's likely that this week is a big traffic week for you. So congratulations if that is you, and I hope that you are enjoying it. I hope that you are able to sit back and enjoy some time away from your blog with your family, regardless of the status or the level of blog you have. You deserve to take a break and to be with your family during this time, so I hope that you will do that. Now, if you are brand new to the show, thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you enjoy this week's episode where I'm going to be talking about something that I truly love, which is systems and systems specifically that are going to help you help to support you as you grow your blog. And before we dive in, I always just love to do a quick welcome and introduction if you are brand new to the show or if you're just not that familiar with what we do here. So my name is Madison Wetherill and I'm the founder and CEO of Grace and Vine Studios and obviously the host of this podcast where I teach on design and strategy and intention behind your food blog or your blog in general. There are many listeners who are not in the food blogging niche. And this podcast recently hit 100,000 downloads, which was a really exciting thing for me um, after I've been podcasting for a few years now. And it's just exciting to know that people are still getting value out of this podcast. And it's something that I have truly loved being able to share just all the tips and tricks for you as you're growing your food blog. And I've been able to learn alongside you as I've prepared content for this podcast and learned just various topics for my own food blog. So like I said, over at Grace and Vine Studios, we specialize in building brands and websites for food bloggers specifically who are looking to really scale their blog to the next level. Whether you are just getting started in your blog and you're looking to learn tips and tricks from this podcast to grow more, whether you have hit that level of blogging success and you are now monetized through ads or affiliate revenue or sponsored content with brands and you're looking to figure out what is the next for you in your blog, we are here to support you. And one of the ways that we support bloggers these days is through our crafted website package. Now, this package is meant to support bloggers who are really needing something that looks and feels like them, that has really good tech and is supporting them as they grow to the next level. And this is our semi-custom way of working with clients where essentially we put in the framework for you and you choose the final bells and whistles to make it your own, to make it feel like your blog and something that you are proud of, but it is set up for long-term success for you. 
So I know this holiday season is going to absolutely fly by for all of us. So if it is on your list to redesign your website, I highly recommend reaching out sooner rather than later as our wait list to get started at the beginning of the year is filling up quickly. And if you're interested in just learning more about Crafted and what it's all about, you can reach out to us over on our website at graceandvinestudios.com or connect with me on Instagram and I'd be happy to share it with you there as well. Okay, so let's dive into one of my favorite topics, systems. Honestly, whenever I feel overwhelmed about something in my business or even in my personal life, my husband can attest to that, I usually realize that I need a system for it. I need a way and a process for doing that thing that makes it feel less overwhelming. Systems are really great because they take some of the guesswork out of how you're going to do something. We honestly, we have systems for everything in our life from how we make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for our kids for lunch to how we load the dishwasher to how we do laundry. Some of us have better systems for those things than others. But the point is our world operates on systems and the more things that we have in a rhythm and a system, the less brain power we have to put into it. And so today we're going to talk about a couple of systems that are super helpful for growing your blog, things that I feel like you should have in place, whether you are about to start to grow and scale your blog even more, you're in that growth stage, or maybe you're in the overwhelm stage because you did not have these systems in place. The first one is going to be a system for content creation and promotion. When you are thinking about this system, you want to first start thinking about your own capacity when it comes to creating content. I want you to think through how frequently you can develop and photograph new recipes or updated recipes. And I start with this one in particular because I think most of us tend to start with how many blog posts do I want to publish? And if we decide we want to publish four blog posts a week, all of a sudden now we feel like, okay, now I have to figure out how I'm going to create 16 recipes every month. And I think the opposite way of approaching this is actually much better for sustainability for just the longevity of creating content in our business. If you look at your schedule right now and you realize you can only create and develop two recipes per week, Creating 16 blog posts is not a sustainable thing that you can do. You are not going to be able to get ahead enough to be able to create that amount of content. So you want to start with thinking through, realistically, how often can I develop new recipes and get them photographed? Now, this may be really dependent on your niche, too, because if you are a baking blog, for example, you are probably going to have to try recipes multiple times to get it right. Whereas if you are sharing something like a spinach dip, you might be able to get that right on the first try. So this is just really going to take some introspection from you. I think that's the word for it, where you're really thinking inward of what do you have the capacity for? What does your schedule allow for right now? And go from there in figuring out how many recipes you are going to decide to work on. Then from there, you decide how many blog posts you want to create. Now, you might decide you only have the capacity for 12 blog posts with recipes and photos per month, but you want to do a couple of extra posts and you want to focus those on being more SEO rich content like how to's or tips and tricks. Maybe you decide to republish some old posts to fill in the gaps there. But again, we want to start with how much new content can we create or do we need to create 
before we kind of fill in the rest with the supplemental posts. Then I want you to think about how much time and support you have for writing blog posts and getting them scheduled. This is, again, another mistake that I see often where you think through how many recipes you can create or how many photographs you can take, but you forget that there's all this other stuff that happens after you create the content for the recipe and the photos that it ends up being what becomes the backlog in the business and in your blog to get those posts actually live. So think through how much time you have for that computer work and or how much support you have. And maybe this is going to be an area where you decide you don't have enough support in this area or enough time and you're going to outsource part of that, you know, part of the content creation. Once you figure out really how much content you're going to create and what support you have around that, then you can build out an actual task system or a content creation system for helping you to divvy up that work and make sure that it all gets done. We have an entire blog post on the Grace and Vine website about how we create or how you can manage your blog post creation process with Asana. And it's really helpful whether you are just, you know, a solo person who is doing all of this on your own, or if you have a team that is helping you to create content, thinking through how to create that task system is really helpful. And the last important part of this content creation system is deciding how you're going to promote that content. It's really important to decide where you want to share your content, what frequency you want to do, and how you're going to do it. So for example, you might decide that you're going to share every new recipe to Instagram. Well, it's really easy to think that you'll just naturally do that, but until you create that habit, it's gonna be really helpful for you to have a task to do that in your project management tool. Maybe you set an alarm on your phone for you know every day that you have a blog post going live to remind you to post it. Maybe you're gonna get on Instagram stories and talk about it. Whatever that system is or that set of tasks that you want to do, you want to create that system for it so that it's really easy for you to do it without having to think. And within this system or this task list that you create for yourself, you can also write down what tools you are going to use and how you will use those to promote your blog posts. These are little things that you can build now that as you start to grow your team and bring more people into your process of creating content, you'll already have some of this stuff written down in you know the form of maybe an SOP, which is a standard operating procedure, or just a document that people can follow along with. So creating the system now, even if it's just you, is going to be helpful, again, for taking the brain work out of it, giving yourself a really clear path forward. And then eventually being able to hand off parts of this process to a team member. Now, the second system that I think is super important as you are growing your blog and specifically focusing on growing your traffic is a system for keyword research. Now, it's one thing to find a good keyword for a blog post that you are writing kind of in the moment, but it's another thing altogether to have a system for finding keywords more in bulk that are a good fit for you. So, If you think about the difference between these two things, one is very reactive. I'm writing a blog post and, oh shoot, what keyword am I gonna use? What is the best option here? And you go and find a keyword and you plug it in. That's kind of a reactive system because you need something like urgently to fill a hole that you already have. Versus if I have a plan for sitting down and doing keyword research once a quarter and planning out all of my ideas for the quarter, that is gonna be a much more systematic approach to finding your keywords that is going to help you to 
do this more intentionally, but also do it better. So again, you're not just like filling a hole and fixing a, you know, one problem with a Band-Aid, but you're really approaching it in a way where you can be really intentional with how you are approaching keyword research to create a system for yourself. So in order to do this, you're going to need to have a really good keyword research tool. Now, I have used all of the major ones at different phases in my business, but the one that I really love right now is Ahrefs, which is A-H-R-E-F-S. And this is a really great tool. I just feel like it is the most intuitive of all of them. I've used SEMrush before. I've used KeySearch. I think any of them can be great if they work for you. But for me, Ahrefs seems to be the one that has kind of all the tools that I need. I love that it has the keyword tracking ability. So when I am updating an old post, I can add that keyword to my keyword tracker and track how it's going to be doing. I can also add a keyword to a list for later. So if I am just doing some random keyword research at some point and I find a good keyword for myself, I can just track it or not track it. I can add it to my list right in Ahrefs. And then when I go to do my keyword research planning at another stage, I have that list already ready for me because that happens to me often where I might be. And another thing I'll mention before I say another thing that happens is Ahrefs has a browser extension. So when I'm just searching something on Google, I can see what the keyword volume for that term is, which doesn't use my credits in Ahrefs. And that happens to me all the time where I'm just searching for something that maybe I'm making for dinner. And I realize that it's a really great keyword that I will add to my list to use later on. So that's just a way that kind of I use that part of Ahrefs like every single day, pretty much, where I'm finding keywords that would be a good fit for my blog and I will add them to my list. But again, a great keyword tool is really going to help make this process easier for you because you can track your own keywords. You can keep a pulse on how they're doing which is going to also give you opportunities of posts that might need to be refreshed. Maybe you have a post that falls below that, you know, one to three spot. You can go in and update it and help it come back up. So having that keyword research tool and system for how you are going to approach the keyword research process is really important as you are growing and scaling your blog. Another quick part within this system is really understanding and knowing the level that your blog is at. And when I say that, you probably think traffic. You're probably thinking, oh, I have you know X amount of sessions per month. But what I'm actually talking about is when it comes to keywords, what level is your blog at? So if your blog tends to rank for keywords that are around 5,000 search volumes per month, that is gonna be the level that I'm talking about. And understanding that is really key to understanding what's possible for your blog. So you're going to have outliers sometimes where you might rank for a bigger keyword than normal. We all have like those one or two posts that, you know, might be way higher in search volume than the rest of our posts. But what you want to know is what's the normal sort of average keyword volume that you rank for, because that's where you want to stay or you want to go just one level higher than that so that you can start to up level your blog slowly and incrementally. So those are kind of like the main things that I think are part of your, should be part of your keyword research system. Having a really great plan of when you're going to do keyword research and for how long. So doing it maybe a month or a quarter at a time, having a good keyword tool so that you're able to track your keywords and see how your posts are doing. And then third, knowing what level your blog is at currently and what level you want to go to next. 
And then the last system that I think is super important for your blog, especially in that growth phase, is really the, I think the least sexy of all of the systems. And that is going to be the administrative and the tech side of your business. And I feel like when I say that, you're probably like, that does not bring me money. That does not grow my traffic. But really, when you think about the administrative and the tech side of your business, these are really such crucial building blocks to support your blog as it grows. And when you don't have this system in place, you're going to end up scrambling as you're trying to fix things and again, plug holes. And really what we're trying to do by having systems for things before or as we're growing is we want to make sure we have those systems in place before we need them so that ultimately we might not need them at all in the sense of them fixing a huge problem. They're just there to support us and to stabilize our business as it grows. So when it comes to tech, it's very important to make sure that you're not waiting until your tech is failing to upgrade it. This happens all the time with our clients who come to us and work with us on their website. They come to us because their website is not working at all. We had someone reach out the other day because her... She was using an old feast theme and she couldn't update WordPress at all because it was basically a customized version of an old feast classic theme and she wasn't able to update WordPress at all because it just wasn't compatible with that old theme. That's an example of a situation where you get in and you need a fix right away, which means that you might not have all the options available to you to fix things properly if you're just trying to, again, plug a hole, fix a problem that is an urgent problem. So as you are planning for growth, I highly recommend investing in your tech ahead of time and being really thoughtful about what kind of tech you're going to need to upgrade as you start to grow. So a couple of places that I see this happen the most are things like your plugins. So updating to a premium version of a plugin when it is needed for growth. So a couple of And I'll say with these, there's always things that you can spend money on when it comes to tools and tech, but really thinking through, do I need the features that the premium version of this tool has? And are those premium features going to help my blog growth? So some specific plugins where I feel like the premium version does end up being really beneficial in the long run. Yoast is one where the premium version, it's very affordable. It's like $100 for the entire year. And it definitely can help you as you are trying to work through old content and delete things properly and all of that. WP Recipe Maker is another one where there is a free version of that recipe card plugin, but the premium version just has so many more features and so much more functionality that upgrading to that sooner rather than later for the nutritional facts and other benefits that it has can be really helpful. Then there's plugins for affiliate marketing like Lasso or Tasty Links, those can be really helpful as you are growing as well because as your traffic grows, if your site is set up with really good systems for affiliate links, you're going to be able to increase that affiliate income as well. The next thing I see this happen with in regards to tech is your hosting. Now, this is another one of those situations where if you get into a, into a problem area where you need a fix right away, It can be really painful to have to wait for your hosting situation to be fixed. I have nothing but good things to say about working with Big Scoots. We have a 10 out of 10 recommendation for them because it is just a hosting platform that is 
super reliable, super great on tech, and is always going to be accessible when you need help. Their support system is amazing. So highly recommend looking into a hosting company like that if you're not using them. Because again, this is a situation where you want to plan for growth in this area and plan to have a hosting company that can support your growth and not just be on a hosting company that has tons of, you know, limits and max traffic limits and all of that, that is just going to be a pain to deal with when you get to that point. Another area is your email marketing. So if you're serious about email marketing, I highly recommend starting out with a platform like ConvertKit that allows you to customize how you're emailing your list, to segment your list, and to create automations and systems for yourself within your email marketing platform rather than using a free tool like MailChimp or even paying for a tool like MailChimp when you get to a certain size of your email list where you are just really paying for something that you're not getting all the tools that you would if you were paying for something like ConvertKit. So that's another area where I feel like upgrading that tech earlier on is really helpful. And then lastly, I touched on this briefly, but your website is another area where having better tech and tech that you can grow into is so helpful versus having to fix a bunch of issues that are happening and, you know, putting a bunch of band-aids on a situation. So when it comes to your website, investing in it upfront is something that is really crucial for long-term success. And this is where our crafted websites come into play because these Crafted websites are not designed for people who are at the end of their blogging journey where they've seen a ton of success, but rather we've built our crafted websites for the in the middle phase where you are seeing traction and you are growing. Maybe you are at a higher level of traffic, but really we set this up because we found that there was such a need for people in the middle of their blogging journey who had seen some success, but were still really scaling and growing, but needed a website that was set up to support that growth. It wasn't the basic, you know, pre-made theme, but it wasn't a fully custom website with all the bells and whistles either. And so this in-between is exactly what we created Crafted for. But even if you're not at that point of investing, I would just say even investing into a premium theme that is not just a free version of a theme that you can get off of WordPress is really going to be such a good investment for your website long-term And then as quickly as you can, invest into something that is going to be, you know, strategically set up and optimized for SEO and designed to really portray your brand in the professional light that you want it to be portrayed in is really going to help you long term. So that is another area of tech where planning for that growth and upgrading sooner rather than later is really helpful. And then lastly, the other side of this is the administrative side. So having systems around your admin tasks, like replying to comments or checking and organizing your inbox or even things like saving receipts. This is something that I just recently set up a system for. So I'm going to have my VA help me to save out receipts that I'm getting in my inbox because in the past, all I've done is just thrown these into a folder and hope that I never have to find them again. But I'm creating a system where I have them organized by year and by month most likely for my blog so that if I ever need them, I can go back easily and reference them. But these are little systems that if you set those up at the beginning, that just becomes the way that you've always done things. Another example in the administrative that doesn't necessarily have to have anything to have anything to do with growth and traffic is your photo system. Recently, my husband who works on the blogs with me as well 
kind of took over our photo management system and created a whole system for us. Whereas before things were pretty disorganized, I will be honest. Um, He would say they were more than pretty disorganized when it came to photos. But now we have a really good system where if you ever need to find an image for something, you go right to the folder that's named with the recipe title and it's super easy to find the raw version of the photo, the edited version and anything that you would need. So simple systems like that are going to be so effective for you in the long run when you just set them up before you need them and you grow into those systems. Okay, friends, so there you have it, your three systems to consider when you are growing your traffic. And really, these are systems that at any point in your blogging journey, you can get set up. And I truly think that they will help to just stabilize your business and build those sustainable systems where you're able to grow more without having some of the headaches and heartaches of growing too fast. So again, to go over them quickly, the first is content creation and promotion, figuring out a cadence for how much content you're going to create and then how you're going to execute that and promote it. Having a keyword research system so that you're able to track what keywords are ranking well and all of that. And then lastly, administrative and tech, really thinking about your tech system your admin system, how you're going to support your your blog for the long-term growth that you are desiring, but doing it from the start. So doing it proactively, not as a last resort as things are breaking and falling apart. I hope this episode was helpful for you, friends. And again, a reminder that if you are celebrating Thanksgiving this week, I hope that you have a great Thanksgiving and you can enjoy some downtime with your family because you truly deserve it for all of the hard work that you've put in so far this year. And until next week, friends, talk soon. Thanks for listening to my mom's podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.